0: hello hello and welcome to art house garage the snob free film podcast where we make art house indie classic and foreign cinema accessible to the masses i'm your host andrew swetman and today on the show we have a discussion about the new film from director david fincher it's called the killer and it stars michael fassbender i'm joined today by film critic keith garlington stick around I find music a
1: useful distraction. A focused tool. Keeps the inner voice from wandering. Give a for what it's worth,
0: I would never have involved your female friend.
1: Forbid empathy. Please. Trust no one. (coughs) Fight only the battle you're paid to fight.
0: Welcome to Arthouse Garage. David Fincher is the acclaimed director of such films as Fight Club, Seven, Gone Girl, and The Social Network. He's back this year with The Killer. The screenplay is by Andrew Kevin Walker, based on the graphic novel series The Killer, written by Alexis Nolent and illustrated by Luc Giacomone. The film stars michael fassbender as a contract killer as well as tilda swinton charles parnell and arliss howard in supporting roles the killer is now streaming on netflix i'm joined today by film critic keith garlington you can find keith's film reviews in the arkansas democrat gazette and on his website keithandthemovies.com i'm so happy to finally get him on the show keith garlington welcome to the podcast and how are you
1: uh, thanks so much, Andrew. Um, I appreciate you having me on here. Um, I know we've tried a couple different times to get this together, and it seems like my schedule was always um, kind of um, making it not happen. So I appreciate you uh, inviting me, especially to talk about this movie. I'm really looking forward yeah. to, to talking about it. I'm pretty high on it. Spoiler.
0: Nice. So am I. spoiler there for me, too. But, yes, I'll be good. I guess we've known each other a couple of years or something now, and I've been like, "Oh, I gotta get Keith on the mm. podcast." So finally, it's happening, and yeah, this seemed like a good fit. So, thank you so yeah. much for coming on the show. Um, but yeah, so my first question was just about David Fincher. Generally, are you a big Fincher fan, or, or how do you feel about his work? Have you seen all of his films?
1: Um. Yes. Yes, I have. Um, it's interesting. I don't know if I would categorize myself as a as a huge Fincher fan or an upper tier fan, but yet I, I really do like his work. Mm. Um, uh, a matter of fact, it's it's funny because I'm a little more mixed on some of his popular movies. I mean, things mm. like um, you know, like um, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. I'm not a big fan of Fight Club. Mm. Um, I really didn't like Girl with a Dragon Tattoo. You know, he's a, he, he has those that I have just haven't been able to really um, connect with or get on board with. But then he has those I absolutely love. Like, um, I love Seven. I love Zodiac. Um, I really, really like Social Network. I was mm-hmm. a little lukewarm at first, but over time, it's just gotten better and better. And yeah. I even like Mank. I know mm-hmm. it had some issues, especially narratively. And I know some people pushed back on it for uh, and made really good cases against it. But I, I really enjoyed it. I like what he was doing and going for there. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess you could say I'm a Fincher fan, just maybe not the, you know, kind of the upper tier. And I will say this one of my biggest compliments I can give him um, is that I'm always going to see a David Fincher movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when he puts a movie out,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I'm going to be there. I'm going to check it out. I want to see it because um, he always brings something uh, to his movies unique, something that is um, uniquely Fincher.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
1: And I'm always interested in, in, in his visions, his his approaches to storytelling and his um, and how he's not ashamed to get his hands dirty um, in a lot of different ways. So, I, yeah, yeah, I would. That's probably my biggest compliment for Fincher is is I always want to see what he's doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm pretty much in the same boat. Like It's always going to be interesting, even if it's not something I love, which is kind of how I felt about Mank. Like, I really appreciated it. It's not a movie I'm just gonna rewatch a ton, but I enjoyed it. Um, and but actually, I have some big blind spots. Uh, I I love The Social Network. I love um, I should have this list in front of me. But the thing, there's some big ones that I haven't seen. Like I have not seen Gone Girl or Zodiac. Uh, so i have got a little catching oh, really? up to do. Yeah, I some, yeah.
1: You, you need to see, especially and Gone Girl. I like Gone Girl, but you really need to see Zodiac.
0: Yeah, I have a lot of people say that's his best thing, and I just haven't seen it. So uh, I've got some catching just up to do. But I
1: think you would yeah. respond pretty well to Zodiac. Yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, just, I see, just think I
0: would that. too. Like I, I really like Fight Club as well. Um, and yeah, Benjamin Button, like fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I was curious to see, and, and this too, because it seems a little bit like a return to form after Mank is sort of a, a departure in a way for him. Uh, so, yeah, I, I was really excited to see this. And, uh, yeah, how did yep. you feel about the killer? Go ahead.
1: Um, well, I was just going to say, yeah, about Mank, it, is, it was a departure. But yet, even there, there was there was these um, Fincher flourishes in it, mm-hmm. um, just sort of that, again, with the, getting to the way, I don't want to spend too much time on Mank. But um, getting to the way he, he, he tells his stories and the way he he treats his characters. And, and again, I kind of like the fact that, yeah, he sort of stepped out of um, out of his, I guess, his routine, um, for lack of a better word. Mm. But yet, even the, even Mank seemed distinctly Fincher to me. But mm. um, as far as the killer, I think that's, I think you're right. I think this is somewhat of a return to form, somewhat of a, somewhat of a, of a return to something he's familiar with um, yet at the same time it's um, it's pretty unique too even within mm. his filmography um, and you know I what, I what there's many things I liked about it for example um, uh, I love that that he pretty much stays true to sort of this graphic novel form mm. um, you can almost watch this movie and you know it's broken down in chapters um, kind of yeah. based upon the location he goes it has a very distinctly um, graphic novel-y feel at times, mm. um, you know. And if you just look at it on the surface, sometimes it, it, it's very much like a uh, uh, just a straight genre movie yeah. you know, that you can look at and say, "Hey, this is." And of course, we get hitman movies by the dozens these days. Yeah. But and this this you could almost be seen as just a genre movie. But then when you and this is where Fincher comes into play. Then when you start sort of scratching at the surface, digging a little bit deeper, um, you start seeing there's a lot more to this movie than just uh, sort of by the numbers genre flick. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and I I don't want to jump too far ahead, but um, that's really where I started connecting with it. And that started, that's where it started winning me over.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I think, for me, uh, we can go go ahead and start getting the things we like about this movie. I think, you and I have talked about like maybe there's genres that you have trouble connecting with. And for me, that's action movies. Like I, I there's action movies I really like, but um, I don't know. I just feel like they can be a dime a dozen for one thing. And also sometimes I just have trouble connecting. Uh, and for me, I, I loved this. It, I, you can, I think you can call it an action movie, action thriller sort mm-hmm. of. Um, it, For me it felt like sort of like the anti John Wick or something where those movies are just so like, over-the-top maximal and this had so much restraint and like when the action comes it is so much more effective for that reason i think um so like just on on the level of this being an action movie like someone who doesn't love action movies i loved this a lot uh so there's that to it but yeah i just think like the the screenplay is incredibly well done which must be uh a lot thanks to the graphic novel which i would love to check out now having watched this but um yeah, I, I think the amount of restraint and buildup we get, and I mean, so much of this is him sitting around waiting, and that's kind of what it sets up in the in the intro five minutes. Is like this yeah. is most of the job, which was fascinating. Exactly. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
1: No, no, no. I mean, you're spot on. I was going to say, and that's really sort of uh, I'm shown most in those opening twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's this. Um, kind of amazing sequence that is it's, it's so meticulous it's almost lethargic in how mm-hmm. it just sort of goes about his routine but this routine is all you know it's sort of dictated by this very specific set of rules mm-hmm. and he sticks by those rules which is what makes him such a lethal killer What makes him so efficient and it's fascinating because as he's going through this you know he's having these sort of Internal conversations, you know, you know. At first, it's somewhat like narration, and it gives us an idea of who he is. But, you know, again, this is kind of setting the table for what we get later. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost these conversations begin to be this, um, like he's sort of trying to convince himself, trying yeah. to remind himself mm-hmm. of his rules, sort of say, "Hey, this is. Wait a minute, I, I'm starting to stray a little bit of this, mm-hmm. uh, from this." But, but anyway, those opening um, minutes, then they're sort of undermined by, mm-hmm. by the job itself which sort of sends the movie careening into the direction it goes. And um, I just, I mean, the way Fincher lays it out in those first few minutes is is just incredible. And it shows the type of control that you were talking to about, uh, or you were speaking to about um, uh, instead of this being like a John Wick, you know, choreographed within an inch of its life type, (laughs) boom, 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 Mm -hmm. which I do like. I'm going to be honest. I I cut my teeth on action movies of the 80s. So, um, you know, I like that, but I like this too. Um, Mm -hmm. And to me, it's that patience, that sort of deliberate storytelling Mm -hmm. that is one of the things that sets us apart. And it it is kind of crucial to the story, really. Um, Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think another film I thought about watching this is the movie drive from a few years back which is very i think because of just kind of how minimal it is it's not as minimal as that but it uh i I thought about a a handful of times because it's mostly one character who doesn't talk much uh, but but of course we're getting tons of narration which we don't have in drive but um the yeah the the narration is again written incredibly well and i think performed super well also um and it's you're right it, it's undermined because we set up this yeah i live by all these rules and this job is actually kind of boring but you know I hit my mark and i make my money whatever and then he ends that by basically saying i won't, I won't quote it exactly but he says that i don't i don't care about anything like he, he, he right. seems very nihilistic but then and so you really have a sense like okay he has no one that he cares about or loves or nothing like any his a lot of his existential sort of meanderings about um you know, why he's fine killing people because this barely makes a dent in the overall world's population and all those kind of things. It's so interesting to hear. Uh, but then it is undermined because we find out, Oh, there is someone that he cares about. And mm. uh, maybe that's a spoiler to say. I don't know if I should say that. I don't really maybe.
1: think so. No, no. Because I, as a matter of fact, I was thinking about it too. I mean, basically there in the first 20 minutes, he botches the job. Yeah. Say, oh, and that's what sends everything in emotion. That's what puts this person he loves in danger. And that's what, basically sets him off you know mm-hmm. and so and then really the bulk of the movie is him um kind of using that those particular sets of skills you yeah. know to go and start um basically on going on this revenge-fueled tear, mm-hmm. but at the same time he's breaking so many of those rules that he that he told us about in those first 20 minutes that made yeah. him who he is and made him what it's all he knows but then we as we start seeing all these things and we start seeing this eternal internal dialogue that he's having really with himself Mm -hmm. um as we start hearing that and listening to that we start questioning wait a minute is he really who he says he is is this really the guy is he just trying to convince himself is he really is there more to him um you know there's part of him that's um uh just like the picture of professionalism you know he just yeah. takes his craft to um to the nth degree then there's another part of him that's sociopathic mm-hmm. and and you're thinking you know he, he's just a fascinating character and i think we can get in a little bit to Fassbender, who's just got this i mean just ice cold charisma and yeah. magnetism to him he's so convincing um both physically but also in just in his mannerisms, the way he delivers this monologue, like you were talking about, it's incredible. And like you said, extremely well-written and the way Fincher sort of corrals all of that Mm -hmm. and and the way it also plays out over time. uh, I mean, I was just hooked, absolutely hooked.
0: I was too. And yeah, it's been five or six years since Michael Fassbender was in anything. And I was like, man, I miss Michael Fassbender. (laughs) 2019 yeah so no well, i i've missed i've missed the man and i was reminded of why watching this because he's so so good and like he most of the movie is just him like i think mm-hmm. smartly it does start to bring in other characters like I, I really enjoy all the interactions he has with this secretary character in the mm-hmm. lawyer section um, and that whole i mean every section of this is really fascinating and, and tells its own kind of little mini story that's all connected um but yeah, I think I mean all the performances are good. Um, we probably shouldn't talk too much about the details of the, the Tilda Swinton right. stuff, but she is so incredible in this tier. And I think both of them in if there's kind of one scene that they that's kind of the key scene with them that I was just on the floor. I, the, the acting on both parts, and that's when we start to finally see any facial expression on his part. Um, and yeah, that scene was one of the scenes of the year for me i think is the scene when they sit down at the dinner table
1: yeah i know exactly what you're talking about it is so compelling but it's so gripping too because there's oh the tension you can cut it with a knife mm-hmm. yet there is just the way the two the two actors are playing off of each other i mean just incredible um there's also a scene though and this, and this gets to i guess to the action sure, yeah. guy and me too um i'm not gonna set up the scene at all but there i'll just say there is a um one of the most ferociously Mm -hmm. violent but incredibly shot hand-to-hand fight scenes yeah that i have seen in a decade i bet um you know and that's where our our killer goes up against uh, one of his targets and it is just so incredibly shot and it is brutal but it is you just can't take your eyes off of it. And so it's Fincher, you know, even though he's deliberate, even though he's there's all this sort of eternal internal conflict and there's this guy who we're trying to figure out. Like you said earlier, when the action does come,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it can be brutal and it can just hit you right in the gut. And um that fight scene to me is yeah. just incredible.
0: Incredible. Completely agree. And I think you know it is interesting because so i was thinking about the john wick movies a lot because i don't I don't hate those movies or anything they're just not super high on my uh my list of action movies i guess and i feel i think <laughs> not I feel, in the pantheon <laughs> yeah i feel worn down by them by the end of that like because it's it, it's just like unrelenting you know um but i appreciate that for what it is but this was so much more effective for me i think just because yeah there's the build-up but then I don't know. I mean, John Wick is so heightened. This feels more grounded and realistic anyway. Um, but it, it reminded me a lot of those movies just because the plot is kind of the same. <laughs> in a, It's sort of like uh, a guy's... John kind of... Wick just kills a lot more people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's getting revenge and all that. Um, but, but yeah, that I agree that scene is incredible in the killer yeah um, there's more than one action scene, right? I'm trying to think back, but like, that's the main. Yeah. Yeah. There
1: are are a couple. Yeah. And yeah, but Um, it's not, I mean, it should be said, I mean, it, it, this isn't just an, an action heavy movie. I mean, the action has very important roles to play, especially in sort of defining this character, but no, no, it's, it's a lot more. um, There's a lot more to it than just the action. The action is more of a, uh, God, how can I say it? It's, it's more of a, um, almost like a supporting part yeah. of the story. Mm-hmm. It, it, it really is more about this guy who he is, what, you know, how he operates, how he functions, how his ability, his ability to, he's really kind of this sort of, it's almost like an outcast in, in mm-hmm. society. And you wonder, you know, his, when you hear his views of society, when you hear how, there's a lot of things you can kind of pluck out of that and makes you kind of think. And that I think Fincher's getting at, but, But action plays a part in it because it does help to to define him to a point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, so like speaking about the the narration, there's a a line that he repeats a few times. It's something about, this is what it takes if you want to succeed. And he says it over and over. So then you start to think, okay, what does he actually mean by success? Because it's repeating that over. So I, I think you're right. It makes you think. And then I love, I won't spoil the ending, but it takes some of that repeated motifs and kind of twists it in a way that i thought was fantastic too i really love the ending of this also um yeah yeah but it
1: is it does sort of when he as as he repeats that and and i think the trailer i think latches on to this sort Mm -hmm. of actually didn't watch the trailer for this yeah yeah it's got a real cool trailer it's about a minute i think long it's not even full but he's repeating these rules you know this um um gosh what is it stick to your plan Mm-hmm. Uh, anticipate don't improvise trust no one forbid empathy I mean they're very detailed um but boy they just uh um like I said it becomes more of yeah this is you know telling us what his rules are it becomes more about him trying to remind himself mm-hmm. you know convince yeah. himself mm-hmm. especially as he starts kind of departing from them a little bit yeah and uh, those are the little things that may really love this um that you know, again, it's not just a, a John Wick style. You know, I'm going to go and I'm going to get revenge, and you know, we're going to have these stylishly choreographed big set pieces. Of, you know, that go in about ten minutes of me killing about thirty people, then we'll move to the next. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of venture's <laughs> doing a lot more here. He's yeah. doing a lot more.
0: Here. Yeah, really compelling. I was I was on the edge of my seat with it. I think a lot of the there, there's a lot of kind of wry humor in the the voiceover too that I really appreciated. So that was a fun piece of it and then the other thing i want to mention is the the music by the smiths which Mm -hmm. uh was really a cool touch that like he's got his earbud in listening and like that provides a lot of the soundtrack to the movie uh just a cool just a cool touch i don't know if i have anything else to say about it but i thought it was a nice touch to uh bring that in yeah what's funny
1: is yeah it is it's very but you know what's funny is um i'm trying to remember the word he uses it uh, he uses but to show you how kind of disconnected he is to sort of, you know, to humanity really in some ways, mm-hmm. he doesn't listen to it because, I mean, and he may, but he, it doesn't seem like he listens to it because he just likes the Smiths. You know, he loves it. <laughs> he calls it like a focal tool, I believe is what mm-hmm. he calls it. Oh yeah. It. It keeps like, his like heart he listens rate. listens to it. Yeah. Yes. And it kind of helps him to sort of bring down his heart rate. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he even uses where it's a focal tool. Um, wow. you know, everything's kind of a tool to him. Everything mm-hmm. is a means to get, um, to do what he needs to do. And, uh, but yeah, it, it really works well though. The, the, the soundtrack there, I mean, it, it's, it's really cool.
0: Well, did you have any issues or things you did not like about this film?
1: Um, okay. Well, full disclosure, um, <laughs> I'm coming from somebody. I gave it, when I reviewed it, I gave it a four and a half out of nice. five. Cool. So, so there's not many things yeah. that I didn't like about Similar it. Um, me, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, If I were to point out anything, um, I think it would be, you know, in all honesty, and and this may be sort of completely blowing up everything I just said in favor of it, (laughs) about it having more under the surface. Um, In all honesty, even if you dig under the surface and you start seeing some, some of these things that Fincher's doing, there's not a lot of narrative depth to it. I mean, even then, I mean, there's a lot to think yeah. on. A lot yeah. The plot process. itself is pretty
0: simple. Yeah. yeah it's pretty simple.
1: And if you to look at something that Fincher's done before, like the social network, um, even gone girl, things like that, where it's got these layers upon layers that he's working with. Um, there's really not much in, in terms of that, but I, yeah. you know, I have a hard time really, um, coming down too hard on the movie for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's really part of what makes it what it is. Um, and I know I've read some people had a had a tough time with Tilda Swinton only being in it for a small time because mm. you know she doesn't have a lot of screen time, and um, of course I'm one who's always up for more Tilda Swinton. Yeah, you know, I, I, agree. I mean, yeah. you can, you could can <laughs> just constantly keep giving. To, but again, I would kind of push back on that too and say that the amount of time she's in there is perfect. I mean, it is absolutely perfect. It gets to what you're saying. One of the scenes of the year, I I hundred percent agree. So. Um, Yeah, I don't have a lot negative to say about it other than, you know, don't go into it as a Fincher fan thinking you're going to get something deep and layered Mm -hmm. like, you know, sort of a twisting, winding narrative Mm -hmm. like like some of his other stuff. Um, But that's about all I got as far as negative. Yeah, I I just I just loved it. And I'm anxious to
0: see it again. Yeah, same here. Yeah streaming pretty soon. I'm hoping to, to watch Next it. Week, before it? The, yeah, I think the 10th, November 10th. Uh, so about a week from today when we're recording this. But yeah, I, I agree. Like it is, the plot is pretty simple. It's like, again, I think that's where the drive comparison came in some for me that it's like mm. minimal and kind of spare. But I really appreciate that about it. Because then I think it lets you dig into his character a bit more. Um, rather than, you know, being distracted by a lot of complicated plot things. Like the plot is interesting, and it like keeps moving forward. But um Yeah, and I'm glad that he doesn't just
1: right, and I'm glad he doesn't just kind of rinse and repeat what he's Mm -hmm. done before. I mean, again, that's that's a sign of a good filmmaker, a confident filmmaker, a um, you know one who you know really is sort of dedicated to this vision he has, and many executes it. I think nearly flawlessly. And so, yeah, I I I didn't need the twists, I didn't need the big you know the layers and all of that to kind of sort through and peel through. I mean, he gave me just enough. Um, Yeah
0: completely agree. If I had any issue with the film, I, I thought about like, it would have been I don't, I, on one hand, I think I can definitely see someone watching this and think, Oh, we, I wish we had more from this girlfriend character who kind of is barely in it. But she's like the motivation, because that's like a trend, like maybe a, a harmful trend to some degree in, in certain ways that like a woman who only exists as a whose whose death or, or harming can be the motivation for the man in the movie. And it's kind of doing that. But I think at the same time, the plot and like the way the script is written, it wouldn't work any other way. Um, And in fact, the surprise of her existence is like a a really nice part of this. And because it is so minimal and it is about him, you know, following his code, it, it sticks to that one thing. And I I do think that's to its strength, Um, but I would understand someone having that issue with it. Um, Only other thing is, the score, I was try- trying to think back, like, I love the Smith's music, but I don't mm-hmm. remember much about the score at all. It's Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, who mm-hmm. have done some things that I absolutely love. And have also done some things that I found pretty boring. So I guess this is one that I I, I was like, I can't remember any moments of the music, maybe that's a good thing that I wasn't distracting. But thinking about like the social network, incredible score, which adds so much, mm-hmm. and I love it so much. And like, I really enjoy what they did with soul and with uh, the Watchmen TV show. But outside of those three, I am—I I think for a while I was like, oh, I'm a big fan of Trent Rezor and Atticus Ross, and I think I'm kind of maybe cooling on them, or, or maybe I should need to look closer. I don't know. But I didn't find the score yeah. particularly memorable in this one.
1: Yeah, I thought it was interesting, but it's interesting. Oh, gosh, I'm kind of repeating myself. I found it to be interesting, but it's interesting to me that over time um, I, I it hasn't really stuck with me. I can't hmm. really – you know much you know you bring up the social network it's a great example um i don't really remember it that well i just remember at the time sort of thinking it, it's it seemed more like mood music where it was just mm-hmm. sort of kind of you know it kind of non-intrusive and it was kind of in the background sort of building up kind of this low tone um yeah. Uh, but yeah I, I it hasn't really stuck with me mm-hmm. that much and i'm kind of, that's and i'm with you on them there. Um, kind of hit or miss yeah. for
0: me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that was kind of a realization. I was like looking at their things like, yeah, I love some of these, but some of them not so much. <laughs> so anyway. Um but again overall, big fan of the killer. Uh sounds like you are too. Any final thoughts as we wrap up?
1: Um no, I think we covered it. I Just uh I, I'm glad Fincher's back. This was um you know obviously you know it's his first film since Mank but it's only a, it's a second film in 10 years so you know it, it, it's just it's great to have him back and um, again to still doing this caliber of work um, um, still and again even though it's a, maybe a smaller more linear focused movie it's him extending himself mm-hmm. um, I think the killer is going to stand out when you look at his filmography it's going to stand out to me because it is quite than, than yeah. so many of these others that are on this list, you know, it's hard to compare this to Zodiac. It's hard to yeah. compare this to even Seven. It's hard to compare this to Gone Girl, uh, Social Network. You know, you could go on and on. Um, and again, I love that. I love when I can look at a, a filmography and just say, Wow! Oh wow, that's di- totally different. Oh wow, he's a killer. Yeah. Completely different. You know. So again, uh, to me, that's a strength. And uh, yeah, I love that he did something like this
0: completely agree uh if you are in a city that's getting this in limited release i encourage you to check it out on the big screen um but it's going to be great on netflix as well i guess we can wrap up from there uh thank you so much keith for joining the show today i encourage everyone to check out your writing online i'll link to those things in the show notes and uh, i appreciate your time
1: of course thank you for having me
0: Absolutely huge thanks to keith for joining the show this week coming up on the podcast i have loose plans to review a lot of films but nothing solid yet but it's award season so i'm definitely going to be watching a lot of things in the coming weeks so stay tuned to your podcast feed and with that thank you so much for listening to arthouse garage we've got a few years worth of episodes you can hear all of those in your podcast app of choice our theme music is by composer paul hunefeld learn more at appallingproductions.com. If you want to support Arthouse Garage, become a patron over at patreon.com slash arthousegarage. We'll find a link in the show notes. You can also buy an Arthouse Garage t-shirt at thearthousegarage.com slash shop. If you want to support us without spending any money, leave a rating or review in your podcast app, and that is hugely helpful. Stay in the loop about Arthouse Garage and the films we're covering by subscribing to our email newsletter at arthousegarage.com subscribe, or you can email me directly, Andrew at arthousegarage.com and of course follow on social media you can find us on facebook twitter instagram and letterboxd just search at arthouse garage in all those places or find links in the show notes that will do it for this episode thank you again so much for listening and until next time keep it snob free